Rising with the morning sun, got no work today. Hey, uh, Ginge, let me know when we go live. I'm just going to practice singing Jimmy Houston. Am I find me up on the bayou? I think we're live right now. Why is the red light on? <laughs> oh, we're live, guys. We are live right now. Oh, my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen. Sing it again. That red light means... <laughs> But it's Wednesday night, and it's time for the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. And I'm your host, Pat Remwick. And, uh, and guess what? Guess what? It's Legends Month. It's Legends Month. And, and you know what that means. We're, we're going to take you. We're going to escape. Ginger, DJ Gingy, give me a beat. Give me a beat, DJ Gingy. Come on. Let's go. Saturday morning. You remember. Maybe you don't remember. If you don't remember, Google it. It's amazing <laughs> times. Saturday morning, outdoor fishing on TV. The TNN block. TNN. The Outdoor Channel. ESPN. Yes, sir. The Beauty. Bob Cobb. The Bass Masters. You hear it, right? Oh, yeah. Are you excited? Very. Are you feeling it? Happy Legends Month. It it is Happy Legends Month. All kinds of goodness. I'm excited. Wait a minute. Who's this, Ryan? Who's this? Oh, I know who that is. It's your dude. It's one of your guys. Tank Parker. It's Hank. What else you got? Oh, no, that's no. Not, oh, it's Billy. Billy. That's Billy. Excuse me. You know what that's I mean. Billy D. That's my boy, Billy. Pardon me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Come on. <laughs> oh, there's. Sorry. That's House Hank. needs painting. Yes. <laughs> Grass needs mowing. <laughs> Where's, he Where's he at? Where's he at? He's gone fishing. He's gone fishing. That's Hank. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what else we got? What else we got worked up? Kid's Corner. Great American fisherman. Oh. Roland Morgan. Yes. <laughs> what else you got, Jinch? What else you got? Oh. I hitch my boat onto the back of my That's truck. right. Paul Benson's buddy. Orlando Wilson. I remember that well. Oh, yeah. Give me another beat, Miss Jackson. Rip the head of your lizard, just break it off and put it back out. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yep. Leading off Legends Month. Ladies and gentlemen, escape with us to the days of yesteryear. One night only on Straycast tonight. We got Jimmy Houston coming at you. That is right. Jimmy's kicking off Legends Month. He's coming at you live. All kinds of amazingness. Yeah, man. That is right. That is right. Hey, uh, I, I want to I tell everybody, first off, thank you so much for the, the, the birthday well wishes. Thank you so much. Everyone, all you Bass Galaxy. You are welcome. W- well loved. Well loved. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Ryan's the only one that sent me a Oh, I th- oh that was for other people. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, you know what? It's bass fishing time. It's time to enjoy Legends Month here on Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. The was this a birthday present to yourself? This was a birthday present to me. This entire <laughs> Legends Month is a birthday present to me. I will not, I'm not going to kid you. I'm not going to kid you. But, you know, and as a birthday present to you, I'm going to extend Legends Month into December, actually. That's, what, that's what's going to happen. Sweet. But speaking of extends, this guy right over here to my right, ladies and gentlemen, he extends the extra amount always, above and beyond. His middle name is Beyond. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Beyond Popcorn. I worked for a long-established firm. Wichungo. Wittagre. <laughs> this jacket's getting a little small. Ryan Linder in the finest. Yeah. yeah in the finest that? of tri-line. There Vintage Berkeley tri-line jacket. Embroidered. Yes. Yes, sir. It used to say Shelly right here. 
<laughs> Shelly was like off. a Shelly was like a Berkeley field rep's wife. I think that's it was, what that's I think what it was happened. a Bass and Gals partner. Yeah. <laughs> Guys and Gals. But you look amazing, by the way. Thank you. In your vintage Abu Gracia hat. Thank and you. Your Berkeley tri line. Yeah, man. Shirt. That, that is that is absolutely. I tried right. getting a Western shirt, but. Uh, well, we got plenty of we got plenty of legend. Uh, Jen threw away my white corduroys. Plenty of legend month coming at you. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. She did. I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> she we got beef. Gone. <laughs> gone. You know who's not gone? Who's still here? And still in college? And doing well? He's our intern. He's old Dickie Mo himself. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for college. Danny, the intern, Danny Mohan. How you doing, yes, Danzo? Doing great, Pat. What's going on? Not much, man. Couldn't be doing better. It's another Wednesday night. It is. Word. How many shows is this for you now? I think, uh, think I might have like... Is this a four-banger? Four, I think, you, you, I, think you, I got five. Four got or five? I got five under my seasoned belt Seasoned veteran. Wow, I one know. solo. Seasoned veteran. I'm get, I also uh, I turn 22 in five days, so... Tw- oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting old, man. Remind me I'm, again in, in five deuce, days. Deuce. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting old, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you are, Dan. Yeah. Straight cast, outdoor cartoon television. Yep. The, like, so you're you're kind of you kind of got involved in an experience here. Honestly, I mean, I just jump like, right in. It's been great, it, and it's like uh, you get to hang out with some amazing bass fishing professionals now. I do. It's what, cool. What do you? What do you like? Like the guy sitting, yeah, the next, guy sitting to you, next to you, the number one professional in the word bass fishing world. The word professional, I should say. Yes, <laughs> he's the definition of the word professional. He ain't done dirt cheap. He's the lord of the half-ounce jig. Cracks him on the Alpha Angler hitter. Ladies and gentlemen, should I introduce him? Yeah, it's J.P. High, the hip-hop fisherman. What's up, J.P.? Yeah. How you doing, bud? What's going on? <laughs> What's good, guys? What's good? What's your, what, how is your, uh, your current state of being? Oh, it's good. You're it's good? good. I'm, yeah. a, I'm officially Indianian. Yeah, you really seem in a good mood today. I mean, you really seem up. Is it Legends Month? It's Legends Month. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is yeah. it Legends Month? It's Jimmy time. <laughs> it's Jimmy time. Let's get it. It's you, very responsible of you. That's very responsible of you. He's Jimmy. got a new job, too. He does. What's, yeah. what's he doing? He's making jigs. He's, a, he's actually tying jigs in a sweatshop. He's in actually Cor- got his own factory. In Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he it's just flew in too. from Korea. Yeah. Speaking of heated. But if anyone's watching, I need a real job. You know, sometimes I can. (laughs) That's a real job. Sometimes I can see the flames. Hit him up for jigs. Coming off the heat. More of a real job. Coming off the heat of his head. Speaking of heat, you know who he is. Who is he, Ryan? He's the ginger pop cop. No, ginger pop pop. Ginger punk rock producer. Ginger pop punk rock producer. Yes. I want to clear something up. Now, now people. Andrew Ellenberger, the ginger ninja. Yeah. Andy, now stick your hand up, Andy, and, and and there you are on the camera. That is the Ginger Ninja, okay? This guy over here in the Berkeley Trilene jacket is popcorn. For some reason, why do they do people sometimes confuse Ginger Ninja and popcorn? Andy, why do they do that? I want to know. It must be the ginger beard. Is it, is, yeah. it, is it the gingerness of your beards? There's a lot of ginger on this face. Yeah. It's got to be. And, and, you, and, you, and he's progressing into more gingerness as he gets older. I know. You, you see that? You're become, he's becoming more of a young Chris Kringle. It's true. He's not crotchety enough yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> Before you get full blown. I'm getting there, man. Yeah, that's, you'll learn. Keep, keep, uh, keep the snow coming in November. But so just for the record, the guy with the trilene jacket on, that's Ryan Whitaker. He's popcorn. 
And the guy over there that produces and engineers the show, that's Andrew Ellenberger, the Ginger Ninja. He's right there. Boom, kapow. So, as you know, Stray Cast, Outdoor Cartoon Television, every Wednesday night, it's a place to give stuff away, for us to give stuff away, and you to win free stuff. So what do you think? What's it going to be tonight, guys? You tell me. I have no clue. What's going on? What are we giving away? What's it going to be? Tonight we're giving away $50 worth of Bite Me Tackle. Bite Me Tackle. One lucky winner. All you got to do is like and share. Bite Me Tackle Jig Heads. It's like the easiest contest on the interweb. They got all, kinds, all kinds of tubes heads, Ned's heads. Tubes heads, swim Ned's heads, heads, swim heads. Every head you need. Drag heads, fat tube heads, skinny tube heads. They got them. It's real easy. Like and share, as JP said, the live Facebook feed. Take it off a of private, okay? Take it off a of private so we can see it in the randomizer. We pick a winner at the end of the show, and walla boom, walla bang, uh, you get uh, 50 bones worth of bite me jig hits. It's that easy. Cannot beat death. Are you ready? You Can't guys, beat death. You guys want to get? You want to get into Legends Month? Is it Let's time? Let's get into this. Did I forget anything? No, he's already. Quit making Jimmy did, wait. Did I? Did I forget anything? No. Okay. Let's do it. Put the power poles down. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back with Jimmy Houston, and I mean it. The revolution is now. The new day of the proper Bassin Man has dawned. The spirits soar, and the forests echo with laughter. The rise of the proper Bassin Man is now. Ask yourself, are you proper Bassin. Step up your game. It has been said that professionals are only as good as the tools they work with. And Alpha Angler has developed the ultimate set of tools for you, the competitive angler. Alpha Angler Custom Rods, brought to fruition by the passion of Master Craftsman Jake Boomer and 2017 BASS Angler of the Year, Brandon Palinick. Alpha Angler Rods are custom made in the USA designed and engineered to be perfect. Alpha Angler utilizes a very unconventional approach to making the very best bass rods, from drop shotting to flipping. Alpha Angler's focus is on building perfectly balanced tournament grade bass rods at an affordable price. Join the Alpha Lusion today and purchase direct at alphaangler.com. Step up your game, alphaangler.com. The TH Marine Hydrowave H2 KVD Edition is a surefire way to ignite a feeding frenzy. The Hydrowave utilizes a sound emitting technology that imitates bait fish and other feeding fish below the surface that preys on the competitive nature of bass and other game fish to get you more bites. The Hydrowave is another way that TH Marine has you covered from transom to trolling motor. If you want to throw farther, get some Kevin Van Dam's line and lure. You can launch it a mile. Still going. This is cool, guys, but I can't hear a thing. <laughs> I know y'all are having fun. <laughs> Sign language, I'm glad you're using the right finger. <laughs> It was a balmy July evening in 1944. The sky rumbled as a meteorite crashed into the barn. It was there that Texas night that the emergence of the Super Bassin Man 
the proper Bassin man, the future legend of the sport, Jimmy Houston. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is right now. It's Super Basser Jimmy Houston. That is right. Kapow. Welcome to the show, bud. What's you up, know. Jimmy? Yes, I, I, I'm, I'm. Hey, you know what you're gonna, you know what, you know what you're gonna need to do. Tell me. You, you're gonna need to get those hemorrhoids checked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have not been able to sit I still. Like you're moving, that you have some major problems. Yeah, I know that. No, I he, just, he checked I them. They're still there. I know. Yeah, they're they're there. I, I'm just fidgeting. That took, that took, that took you <laughs> you, sh- you should That's see my knees. So I'll figure that one out, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, it's great to have you back, man. Welcome back to the show. This is our first time Skyping with you. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, this technology is really wild. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just now learning YouTube real good, and here we are Skyping. So I don't know about that. <laughs> I've done a little bit of this Skyping before. We used to do it when we were out in. Um, out of the country, and uh, somebody told us we could do this and talk to our folks back home for, you know, pennies a minute or something, and uh, and so that's what we did. But this has got to be costing you a fortune, though, huh? Oh yeah, it's a, if you saw our phone bill after this, Jimmy. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but, you know. See, because yeah, it has to for go. A guy like you, Bunny's not a. You're, object. you're right. You're, right. You're, exa- you're exactly right because it just shoots. The, we get the uh, extended plan. It goes from the one satellite directly to Oklahoma. So we got the budget plan. It's all right. It's all right. Now you know, you got you got a big budget. I know that. <laughs> hey, um, now I I want to say something here with the utmost respect. Okay. Now I know I know, and I'm gonna say, Mister. Oh, he- <laughs> I'm gonna say now. I'm Jimmy. I'm adjusting my chair. It's not what you said earlier. Uh, the <laughs> so I know. I, I, I know what you're talking about. That's okay. That's okay. It can happen to anybody. I know you like to get you get a little windy, Jimmy. You like to talk, don't you? I'm a real quiet, shy type guy. I, I know. <laughs> I, I know. So I figured what. What, yeah. what I need to do here is the first part of the interview, in order to kind of keep you to keep you brief, what I am going to do, if you allow me to, is I am going to hypnotize you. Are, are you okay with that? Yeah, I've been hypnotized for you know, 30 or 40 years. I thought maybe you might snap me out of it. <laughs> well, we're, we're gonna. We're, we're gonna. But, but I, I need you to relax, okay? Are you relaxed, Jimmy? Oh, I'm relaxed, man. I'm just, I'm laid back. Okay. All right. Now, I'm so cool. I wear sunglasses at night. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts exactly. All right. Let's, let's, let's get into, uh, into a hypnotic trance here. Okay. It's the hypnotic trance. Are you feeling it, Jimmy? Are, are you, are you getting there? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Okay. Now, yeah. Yeah. Now we're, we're going to take you back. 1944. San Marcos, Texas. Jimmy Houston born. Jimmy Houston is born. Now, I need you to think, Jimmy. At what age did the infatuation with the bass begin? What age? What age? Three months old. Three months old. Okay. Okay. Yes. Three months old. 
<laughs> I'm going to take remember it. Remember, I'm hypnotized. I, I know, I know. This remember, is, yeah, three it, months old. Okay, this is the truth. Now, I can't remember catching my first bass. Had to be three months old. Okay. <laughs> okay, and now I want to take, okay, let's, let's keep, keep evolving, okay? Jimmy, you're progressing as a human. Now it, it is 1968, okay? 1968, Jimmy. Where's my hypnotized? I'm, I, I need hypnotized. Where's the hypnotizers? Okay. 1968. Jimmy. B-A-S-S. The derb you fished. All right. What was that? Eufaula. It was Eufaula, right? I'm going off my brain. Eufaula, Alabama. Eufaula, Alabama. I think you come in. You were there in you the, go. The top. Second, was that the second tournament? Hey, was that the second tournament B-A-S-S had or the third? Yeah, I, I think that would. I, I'm going to say. Your I'm, I'm going to say that that was the third one, but I could be wrong. I think maybe you're right. I think it was Beaver, and it was either Smith Lake or you followed. That was second. I'm just not sure which. I, I believe it was the third one. Yeah, I believe it was third. But I, I want you to. Hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with your. I'm gonna go with your brain. Jimmy, you're hypnotized. <laughs> you cannot ask the therapist questions yet. You cannot <laughs> ask the therapist questions yet. No. Jimmy. Okay. All right. I'm. You're, I hear you. You're still. You're still I, hypnotized. hypnotized. Okay. Now I need you to describe your confidence level back then. In 1968, describe the confidence level of the bass fisherman Jimmy Houston. Well, actually, I thought it was pretty good, you know, because yeah, I fished my first tournament a couple years earlier when I was a senior in college, and uh, and I won two of the first three tournaments I fished. So my confidence level was was actually pretty high, <clears throat> although I didn't uh, really know when I got down there I was going to end up catching the fish out in the middle of the lake, but that's <laughs> what I knew. To I mean, it was one of those tournaments that accidentally fell right right into my uh, right in, right into my uh, uh, you know the, the the good ranks for me to fish. Right there. I liked it. All right, now now let's 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 jump up. All right, let's go. 1976. 1976. Don't you want to know if I caught any fish at that tournament? No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're good. We're just. You don't care? Do we have. Do we. No, no. Do we have. I need need electroshock for Jimmy. Do we have electroshock sound uh, (laughs) stuff? No? All right. Okay. Good. No, no, no. Go ahead and give it a shot. I might like it. How does. They're shocking you or those airplanes. I don't know. They're acting up. <laughs> they got medication. I, I'm fine. It's this dang chair now. Cut it out, Jimmy. Jimmy's making fun of me. Wait, hold on. Hold, hold on, Mom. Jimmy's no, making no, no, fun no, of me. No, no, I'm not making fun. You know, no, no, no. I, 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 I don't make fun of old people. I don't do that. <laughs> My mom says You're you can't come over anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, can we go back to being hypnotized, please, Jimmy? I didn't snap you out of it yet. All right. Here we are. I'm, I'm zapped, man. I'm zapped. I'm out. I'm, out. I'm, 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 I'm good. One word answers. One word answers. 1976 BASS Angler of the Year. Describe how Jimmy Houston feels about the future of his bass fishing. The future of his bass fishing. In 1976? Yes, sir. Or now? In 1976, you know, I thought the future of bass fishing was going to be great. Uh, that was my second year to fish all of the BASS tournaments. I finished third the year before, and uh, you know it was a, it was that, that was all I cared about that year. That uh, was winning that angle of the year title. I, I got to tell you how important it was. It was more important than sex. 
Wow. Wow. That's a that's a big deal back then. Strong. Wow. That's what I, yeah, you're right. Wow. I mean, especially wow. for what, maybe yeah. a 30-year-old Jimmy Houston, a spry? Well, you're probably about 30 then or something, right? That I mean, red shirt? Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, the, the, that, yeah. The yeah, white bell bottoms? So, they're I mean, red. 30, 32. That'd be 32. I'll cipher it up as we go. Yeah. I, I can still cipher even though I'm hitting the You were a PIMP, <laughs> Jimmy. We, we know that. We know that. All right. So now I'm going to take you to 2006. The inaugural season of the Elites. Okay? The inaugural season of the Elites. And you're launching on what was the, the first tournament? Amistad, right? The yes, first, sir. first tournament on Amistad. Jimmy Houston, you're taking off in that, in that Ranger boat, right? You're, you're, you're heading out, and I want you to, to... There you go. Here's the thoughts of Jimmy Houston. Let's think about you thinking about the 1968 Jimmy Houston. What is the 2006 Jimmy Houston? How does he see that 1968 Jimmy Houston? Well, you know, I don't think I was too much different. Uh, I, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know that I'm changed any since that first tournament in '66. I was a senior in college, except I sure I've got a lot older. But uh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I've changed too much. What do you think? No, nope. I, I, and, and that's in, in exact. No, don't answer that. <laughs> I don't, wait, what what can we? I gotta unhypnotize him. Let's unhypnotize Jimmy and bring the real Jimmy back now. Okay, all right now. Okay. <laughs> all right now. Now we're back. Okay, now, now Jimmy, you can talk as long as you want. Now the show's yours. Now, okay. Here, here, here's the here's the show. So what I need? Uh, okay, I got it. Yeah. I got it, man. I got it. I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go have that bowl of <laughs> ice cream. Those were nice, concise, short answers. <laughs> I'm gonna have. I'm gonna go have that bowl of ice cream yeah, and a well. cheeseburger. That's cool. Come back in thirty minutes. You know. <laughs> what, Jimmy. What is that? What is that? What is that medicine? What is that medicine that they have for those hemorrhoids? What is that called? It's called uh, preparation H. Preparation H. H yeah. what, what does the H stand for? Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they tell me that stuff really works. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just got to answer. I just noticed that. Like... <laughs> yeah. My, I, I'm just fidgety. That's the first time that the uh, that the hemorrhoids have ever been brought up by, by a bass fishing legend. That's amazing. I, well, you know I, what? I kind of thought I might, be the, I might be the first one that noticed that. <laughs> I, you know, I was pretty nice. I could have pitched it for other diseases. <laughs> I assure you, you I weren't mean, the first you know, one to hey, notice that's, it, Jimmy. That's, that's, I yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, this is Jimmy. This is I love. It's outstanding. <laughs> Jimmy Houston, what are you doing now? What's going on with Jimmy Houston now? Like, what, what are you fishing next year? Are you? Are you? What's What's going on with you? What are you doing? Well, you know, we really, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really made a decision about next year. You know, this year here was uh, year number 54, Fishing National Tournament. It goes yeah. all the way back to 1966. And um, <laughs> I haven't really decided. We uh, we qualified to fish the FLW at the top level. I'm talking to BASS also. And, uh, you know, I did not get invited to MLS. So uh, we do get to fish a Legends Tournament there at Major League Fishing. And we did that this year. So we will fish uh, one Major League Fishing Tournament next year. But, but I haven't really decided. You know, it might be about time to hang it up, but I, I haven't really made a I haven't made a decision on that either. I'm probably gonna make a I'm gonna figure out in the next couple of weeks. 
well, I- uh, whether to uh, fish tournaments next year or not. Well, you know, we're really, real heavily involved in our YouTube channel now. I know that y'all are on YouTube, and and uh, we started a YouTube channel back the end of February. We took an old YouTube channel that we had uh, from years back that we really never did anything with, and uh, and everybody got to talking about how great YouTube was getting. So we took that old channel and had, uh, give or take, about 2,000 subscribers on it. Some of them have probably died. I don't know, but uh, but we had uh, we had about two thousand, and we started working on that YouTube real hard, and we've got it up to about a little over twenty four thousand subscribers now. In about seven or eight months, they tell me it's pretty good. I think it's pretty bad, to be honest with you. I <laughs> I kind of thought we'd have a hundred thousand by now or something, but we're working we're working on YouTube really really hard. You're kicking butt, man, and that's and and that's what I'm getting at. I we're from the Chicagoland area, the home of the blues, you know, and. And and I kind of see you as an old blues man. I think you're just gonna work and work and work and work <laughs> and entertain and entertain and entertain, <laughs> and until it's time to meet your maker. You know what I mean? Well, you, you're right. You're right about that, Pat. There's no doubt. I, you know, I don't know. I, I get asked all the time about retiring and quitting, and and I won't do that. We'll still do, still do 39 television shows. Shows we've got all of our series in the can for next year. Uh, We'll be on the Discovery Channel, CBS Sports, uh, wow. WGN, Pursuit, WFN, quite a few different networks. And uh, we'll be uh, doing, uh, you know, we do three videos a week for YouTube. Beginning in January, we're actually going to, uh, we're actually going to read our daily devotional every single day, do a video on our daily devotional every single day. Right now, we're doing it on Mondays here for the last couple of months of the year, but Beginning in January, I'm going to do one every day. So we will have actually a, a video up every morning about 5 o'clock on our YouTube channel, and then plus our normal Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. And, uh, you know, I'll still do speak at 20, 25 churches a year, do about 100 personal appearances. So whether we fish tournaments or not, we're certainly not going to slow down. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're like you said, we'll, we'll live until we – you know, somebody, somebody told me the other day, Pat, and you, you'll appreciate this, man, but somebody told me that uh, – that, uh, that, you know, you only live once. And I said, no, that's not really life. Right. You only die once. You live, you know, every single day. That's and, great. And, you know, I want to live forever. True. So uh, I, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a good deal on this, this earth and a good deal forever. So, uh, yeah, you only die once. You, li- you live forever, though. That, that, Jimmy, I, I always thought that was a ridiculous like question that? to I ask it. it to ask love a fisherman it. when he's going <laughs> to retire. It's such a ridiculous question because – what do most people do? Yeah, a lot of guys do when they retire. They go fishing. Yeah. 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 What would I do? I'd go fishing and hunting <laughs> and talk to you. That's what I do. That's all right. That's all yeah. right. Hey, you, you, are a, you are a rock star, and no one can deny that, that you are probably, for lack of a better term, the most rock starish bass fisherman there is. You, uh, you have a very outgoing out front personality, a contagious laugh, an amazing haircut. Um, you're an iconic bass fishing <laughs> figure. I got a little laugh, not much. Yeah, I, I, I like to, I like to rip. No, you got, you got plenty. You're, you're doing, you're doing good, man. You're doing good, but I like, I just yeah, wanna... yeah, I, I, I could, I could use some of that. I could use some of that. <laughs> some of that, and a little super glue. Yeah, I remember some of that. Some of that uh, what, what's that? What's the taste the guy sells on TV that uh, that, he, that he makes the patches of boat up with? Well, flex the seal. Oh yeah, the flex uh, seal. Yeah, yeah, a flex guy. seal. Oh, yeah. gorilla yeah. tape or two. Yeah, yeah flex seal. About the flex seal there and put a little bit of your hair. Yeah, <laughs> you little, little pine tar. You wouldn't even miss it. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't miss it. And we could tie jigs with the rest too. 
you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably you probably do that already. That's probably that's probably your secret. <laughs> Use it as ice fishing line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you you are a rock star. You're a rock star. There's a perfect example of it right there. So I mean, you've done everything that you could possibly do in bass fishing. You're you're an author. Okay, you're a TV star. Obviously, uh, have you ever been involved in any any musical projects, Jimmy? Well, no, music is not one of. I can't. I can't already play an XM radio, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I, music is not my forte. I can play an accordion. Uh, that is a, a, a fact you probably did not know. Wow. I, uh, I really? Can, I can play an accordion, and uh, yeah, sure can. And uh, but you know, I can't sing. Although I have been on stage with some really, uh, some really big entertainers like I, Alan Hammond, for instance. Yes. I sang on stage in Alabama. And, uh, you know, and uh, they didn't turn my microphone on, but I didn't know that. I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, the crowd was going crazy. And I, I thought I was doing good, man. I, I thought I was Jeff Cook, you know, or Randy. I didn't know. I didn't know, man. I thought, I'm rocking out at it. They may want to keep me on this band every day. But they, they never did. They put me back in the audience where I belong. <laughs> you, were, you were up there and you were doing it. That's he, what matters. That, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And Yeah, you know, and, and, and I've been on... I've been on stage with several of my buddies, and, and uh, I, I, you know, after that one time, though, I learned that trick when they invite me up to sing with them, that, that uh, they just go look over there and then wink at somebody, and they turn my microphone off, and they just let me sing away. <laughs> Nobody can hear me. I can't even hear me. You know, it's so much noise, and I think I sound good. And then, and then, and then, and then in church, you know, I mean, I sing in church a lot. And uh, I always wonder people turning around and looking at me, and I, I think they're thinking, man, they must think I... I sound like Toby Keith or somebody. <laughs> Blake Shelton. I don't know. But, uh, They're thinking stick I don't to think fishing, Jimmy. They're looking, you know, but that's okay. That's okay. He's, he's a rock star. The Bible says make a joyful noise. It doesn't say to sing beautifully, does it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm good at making joyful noises. <laughs> there it is. Further testimony to his rock starishness. Yeah. Okay. Now here's it. How how about movies? Have you ever have you ever done a cameo in a movie or been approached about a movie? You know, we we actually there was a there was a movie I can't remember the the name of it uh, I can't remember the name of the movie but there was a movie and uh, a guy named Ben Diesel if you're you're, you're you kind of look like Ben Diesel yeah yeah you do yeah, you look just yeah, like Ben a guy Diesel guy named Ben Diesel in yes. movie. I can't remember the name of the movie but that they were in a hotel room they they were like drug runners or something okay. you know I mean. Uh, um, I'm not saying you look like a drug runner, but you know <laughs> you're probably going to get pulled over in prison. But, <laughs> but, it's happened. But, you know, it's happened. But, uh, but, but in that movie, in that movie, they were they were hiding out or, or in a, a hotel room or something, and, and they were watching Jimmy Houston outdoors on television. Uh-huh. So that's about as close as I come to a cameo. You know, appearance in a movie right there, right there. Oh my gosh, that's, that's awesome. amazing! But, you know, we're on television every single week, so why would I want to be in a movie? I mean, unless they want to pay me a few million dollars and then sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it it all adds up. It all adds up. I mean, you got to add it to the resume. Action figures. You have Jimmy Houston action figures. I, I have one. I, I play with it every day. Well, we did have that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we had an action figure. We had an action figure a few years back, and it was it was really pretty popular. We sold a lot of them, and uh, I and I, you know, when you get an action figure, you feel like it's going to look just exactly like you. And the only thing, uh, the first one I got in, uh, the first one I got in, I really, I, I really kind of liked it, 
except it looked like the guy the guy was uh, a guy that uh, it, it looked yeah, the, the guy looked a little uh, he looked a little girlish. That's it. Yeah, he looked a little girlish. So I had to I had to I had to make the guy up a little bit, and and the only thing. That's really a nice looking action figure, and uh, <laughs> uh, the, the people that's got them, and they, they need to hang on to them while I die, and they can sell them on eBay. But, uh, but New the, uh, the only thing that was really exactly right, the only thing that really was really exactly right, uh, was my my six pack abs. Yeah, they the six pack it. abs were were pretty much exact a uh, duplication. And uh, uh, you know, you know, let me tell you one thing about action figures that you probably don't know because you're you're not a, a, a girl. Uh, I don't think. But uh, <laughs> not last that check. But uh, don't let the hair fool you, James. When, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But when, when 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 girls get a hold of an action figure, the first thing they do is they take the clothes off of it. And uh, and and the first time that. Uh, the first time that, that we got the action figures in, we were at an iCast show, and I was in one of the tackle booths, and they, they brought these, these action figures out and, and displayed them there. And, and uh, so some of the girls grabbed them, and they immediately took them out of the box and undressed them. And, uh, and, and, and you know, and I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. That's what girls want to do. That's good. I like that. And, uh, but, uh, but, you know, some of my buddies told me when they undressed it, it wasn't all that impressive. And I thought it was pretty good for 12 inch tall. I mean, come on. Come on. You know? <laughs> That's right. It's proportionate, right? It's just a hinge. Abs was identical. Uh, yeah. identical. The abs are just like, I mean, like, I don't know how they got them so perfect. You just tell them, Jimmy, it's not how deep you fish, it's how you wiggle the worm. You know what I mean? Uh, so, I didn't say, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, on, it's a 12 minute Texas figure. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you uh, wrote books, man. Books. You're an author. And and that uh I, I don't know how many times I I read that uh that that caught me a big in book, man. I mean just just good yeah, stuff in there. And I remember uh, my my grand You know that go ahead that book into that You there, James? Yeah, I missed part of that there. Oh no, no, I wanted to tell you. Yeah, yeah, I missed, I missed a little bit of it. I, you know, we're out here, we're out here in the country. I've got Wi-Fi out here on my ranch, and uh, but you know, uh, where you are, you probably got something like five G or something. Thirty-six G, twelve G on our ranch. So, <laughs> yeah, I lost something. I thought you were going to say something about your grandson. No, about about my my grandfather. Um, he's the one that got me the the your book. The the caught me a biggin. Yeah. And, and cool. before. Uh, I read the book. He told me the story as if it was his. Okay, which I loved um, about that uh, <laughs> about the bass and the uh, and and, and what, what was the bass in the, in the tree? And there's a squirrel and what? Oh, squirrel! Yeah. Could you could you yeah, please tell me yeah, the story? You, uh, please you, tell you, me the story. Yeah. yeah, it was. It's was, it was a true story. Uh, you know, I, I was fishing. I was fishing going down the bank, and uh, and I, I, I looked up uh, ahead of me, and I just noticed a little squirrel that ran out ran out there on, on a log, and it, it went out there, and it, it picked up an acre. 
And all of a sudden, when I picked up the second, this giant bass jumped up there and ate that squirrel. I mean, it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Of course, <laughs> I, I, I threw every bait I had over around that log. I must have made 100 throws at that log and tried to get that bass to bite again. And I, I never did get him to bite, and I was down trying to tie on another lure. And, and I, I, heard a, I heard a little bit of noise up there, and I looked over there, and there was this bass head come up out of the water. And laid another acorn up on that on that log. So, he's baiting for squirrels. <laughs> That's the smartest bass ever, Jimmy. Is that is that hey, your original I, story? Was a, yeah, it was a pretty smart bass. It's a pretty smart bass. That's right. You know, and and, uh, and he, you know, I don't know how many squirrels a bass eats to get full, but that one that one was pretty good squirrel catcher. <laughs> is that is that your original story? Hey, Jimmy? how long does a squirrel live? How, how long how long does a squirrel live? I, I I don't know. You tell me. I mean, if if you don't shoot it, if you don't have squirrel dumplings, how long how long is the life of the squirrel? If it keeps hanging uh, around that bass, it's know? like one day. Yeah, seven years. Well, around that bass, it's not It's like they don't live very long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, a squirrel, a squirrel like a pet squirrel, for instance. Uh, I talked to a friend of mine today, and his mother or mother-in-law has a pet squirrel, and that squirrel is fourteen years old. Wow! Holy and cow! A squirrel in a squirrel, a, a pet squirrel. It's domesticated. You know, like I have a couple of pet deer, wow. and uh, Lucy and Milburn. Yes, and uh, they're not related, but Milburn thinks that Lucy is his mother. It's his adopted mother. Okay, and Milburn is her adopted son. Yeah, and really, I mean, they, uh, they, they, and they're not not related at all. But uh, but a squirrel in captivity, not captivity, but it's been you know a pet squirrel can live to be eighteen or nineteen years old. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? I had no See, you clue. You learn something every time you talk to me. That's the tip of the week, right there. there. That's there the that's the yeah. Legends Month tip of the week. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Pretty amazing. A fourteen-year-old squirrel. Fourteen years old. Good. If that squirrel's in Iowa, I can drive to work. Uh, so does a squirrel? What if a squirrel uh, grew a pound a year, like a bass? Uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. That would be a big squirrel, wouldn't it? That would be, that, that'd be a 14-pound squirrel. <laughs> I, I have, uh, uh, well, you know, I, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people that grows up kind of here or more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jimmy, you, uh, the last part of your rock star-ishness that I want to talk about here is, is television commercials. Now, that's pr- just the fact of making a TV commercial itself is, well, it's pretty rock starish. I mean, let's let's face it. Yeah. Okay. So what I would like you to share with everyone is, is one of your famous or favorite, let's say favorite, commercial moments of making a commercial. Tell us a story of making a commercial. Well, we we had we we've, we've had a lot of them. We've done commercials with a lot of people. Uh, you know, I, I did a lot of commercials with Hank Parker. Those are some of my fun ones because. Hank and I are really close friends. We've had a lot of fun. And one time we were, one time we were doing a commercial for AC Delco Voyager batteries. They don't make those batteries anymore. We we run Superstar batteries uh, by O'Reilly's. But uh, but there, we we were talking about a battery, and, and he was to say the battery was reliable, and I was to say the battery was durable. Those were the two things we were trying to sell. And every time we try to do the commercial, I would say durable, and Hank would go reliable. And I, you know, and I, I told him, I said, "Hey, we're selling batteries, not pantyhose." And uh, you know, you got to tough it up a little bit. You know, and, 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 and battery is durable, and you go reliable. 
and I just like it was just like a big sissy reliable. But, <laughs> you know, probably one of the most exciting commercials that we did was selling selling Roadrunners years ago, and uh, we put a, a, a guy that uh, that worked in our production company. We put him out in a in a, in a water scan boat in the middle of a little pond. Yep. And we had brought some guys in that had set dynamite all in that pond. It was like a and, little bass uh, hunter boat. he was boat. right in the middle of it. And his, line, his only line was that this is a dynamite little lure. When he cast it out, the lake blew up. <laughs> and he was sitting in the middle of it. And the classic deal is when that dynamite blew up, it's, uh, hopefully the, the demolition guys were really, really good. And, and the, the lake would blow up all around him, but it would not blow up under him and kill him. Uh, <laughs> that was the goal. And, uh, and so... The lake blew up all around him, and we, when it went off, before it went off, we did a test run with a boat just simply anchored out there. And we did a test run, and I just happened to be standing to him, and he turned around and looked at me, and his eyes was bigger than Adam Schiff's eyes. I mean, his <laughs> eyes were like saucers. And uh, I said, well, that's cool. It didn't blow up the water scamp, and I get out there in the boat. And he got that up there and he, did, he actually did it but he had to be scared to death but that was a pretty cool ad to blow i remember it well there. absolutely that that was that was amazing man that was a funny one that was a, that was a good one wasn't it no no doubt man hey um you know i'm sure that you have these images jimmy like a, like when you close your eyes there's a certain image that you have of of your wife chris i mean that you you think of chris a certain way whether it's whether you see her as as she is now, or maybe it's a it's a it's a time you shared together, what it w- may be, and what what we have is um, uh, basically <laughs> so basically what we have is jimages in our head. They are basically images of Jimmy, okay, and we call them jimages. So uh, I- I'd like to share with you first my my <laughs> this is my jimage uh, of you and. When I first, when I think of Jimmy Houston, it always goes back to my first image of Jimmy Houston, and that's with the five and a half foot pistol grip, skyline graphite rod, the the red ambassador reel, and just some kick ass white pants on, man. I mean, that's the Jimmy Houston that I see. Rhinestones. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's that's my Jimmy. White bell bottoms. Yeah. Bell bottoms, white bell bottoms. Yeah, yep. man. I mean that—that's that, the epitome of cool back then. That—that that was a picture of cool, wasn't it? That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's—that's that's my first image yeah, of Jimmy and, and, Houston. And and, and 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 dark and dark sunglasses, dark sunglasses. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, you know, a, somebody asked me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you I have a question about let me tell about you, the let me sunglasses? Tell you a story about it. The what? Go ahead. Well. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you the deal on the sunglasses. Let me tell you the deal on the sunglasses. But first of all, these sunglasses, solar baths, they pay a lot of bills around my house. So you know, we gotta wear sunglasses. But here's the deal on sunglasses. I, years ago, I was talking to this this black guy, and it was night, and he had his sunglasses on. It was dark, and he got these sunglasses on, and, and a nice guy. And I said, "Hey, dude," and uh, <laughs> the guy had gold teeth. He had gold teeth. He opened his mouth, and they're like like shining, you know, like his gold teeth shining. He had about like six or eight of them scattered around the front of his mouth there. And, uh, and I said, hey, dude, I said, why? I can be wearing sunglasses at night. And I said, are you blind or what? And uh, he said, no, man. And he opened that mouth and smiled real big. And he said, when you're naturally cool, the sun shines on you all the time. And, uh, and I like that. I said, I dig that. I like that. I like that a lot. So, you know, that, that, that's my deal on the sunglasses. But let me tell you, though, back in, in some of the early days that you're talking about out there, uh, I can remember showing up to a tournament out of Lake Mead, and, uh, and uh, a guy up there, and I didn't know at the time, he became a friend later on, but 
uh, that I came wheeling up there and pulling a Ranger boat, driving a lipstick red Lincoln Continental yes. Mark IV. Yes. With the uh, the white vinyl top. You remember those little vinyl tops? Oh, oh yeah, buddy. You know, yes, sir. Vinyl. I don't know if they make them like that anymore. Yes, sir. So they were real thick on those Lincoln Continental. A Lincoln Continental Mark. It was a used one. I couldn't afford a new one, but I bought a used one. And, uh, I, I bought it, you know, and my, I drove it home, and my wife says, have you lost your mind? And I said, well, sort of, you know. But, <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, I had a Lincoln Continental Mark IV. Lipstick red with a white vinyl top, pulling a Ranger boat, and I wheeled into to the lodge out there at uh, at Lake Mead, and uh, and I jumped out of that thing, and, and this guy said he told me about it a little bit later on. He said he looked over at his buddies, and I, I whipped out there, and I had those those white belt bottom pants on, and I, and I had a little bit more hair at that time, obviously, and uh, and and he told me he said I'm going to tell you, I don't know who that boy is, but he said he's going to go a long way in this fishing business. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so you know that little there was a little, a little bit to, to be said about uh and you know with those white pants i couldn't wipe fish blood and slime all over my pants so i wiped them on my wife's pants on christmas <laughs> pants and uh and that was a lot more for both for both of us to be honest with you and in fact i, I used to get letters on television people would say say uh I, I you know i can't believe that uh that you wiped that fish on your wife's pants and said my wife would get really mad at me if I did that. And I told him, I said, well, maybe you're not doing it right. Send her over there and let me show you how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, we, we, we've, <laughs> uh, Jimmy knows. We, we've had a lot of, we've had a lot of, we've done a lot of things a little differently than everyone else has done. And, and, uh, I, you know, and one of the Bassmaster classics, uh, well, I wore those white pants. I think might've been when I first started wearing them. I don't know, but, and we actually had stars and stripes down the side of them, yeah, down the side pants legs. So they were a little bit more than just white bell bottoms. They had stars and stripes on them. Oh, I remember Ricky, oh, yeah. you know, Ricky Green had idea, them. Yeah. Ricky Green had those pants, yeah, too. Yeah. To give you an idea, we did not wear that Bassmaster Classic, <laughs> but I had a full-page picture in Sports Illustrated magazine. <laughs> That's so, how you bass You fish. know, I mean, uh, that... Uh, yeah, that, uh, that, that they like that. They like that. They had a little bit more in there about me, I think, than did whoever won that tournament. Oh, and I don't remember who won that tournament in 1976, to be honest with you. I think Jack Haynes did. That's no, it was, it was Rick Clunt. Oh, was it Clunt? Really 76, yeah. That was Rick Clunt. I remember Clunt. that. I believe Jack Haynes won that tournament. Won the Classic that year. Hmm. Rick Clunt. Oh, it was Clunt, you're saying. Yeah. Ricky Clunt. 60, 76 and 77. No, no, no. Rick Jack Haynes. 76. Seventy. Right, Ryan wants to argue with you. Was it Ricky Clunt? <laughs> you were there. I'm gonna go with you, but I thought I'm, it was I'm, Ricky. I'm, 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 hey, you could, you know, you could almost say Ricky Clunt on any special classic and have a shot at it. <laughs> That's gotta be correct. I believe Jack Haynes yeah, was it, 75. It, it could have been. It could have been. It might have been 75 that Jack Haynes won. I don't know. That I is remember. Correct. I think Ricky Clunt won his first one on Lake Guntersville. I believe that's where he won his first one. At Browns Creek, I know exactly where he was fishing. What are you drinking? What are you drinking in your Yeti? Oh, I got a little bit of Grandpa's cough medicine in there. Got a little cold. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Would you like a a drink out of my TH Marine cup? I'm drinking Bang. Bang. Oh, man. Yeah, do do y'all drink this? This is Bang. It's an energy drink that's good for your brain. I like the Y'all bang. Might try it. <laughs> that, saying, I get you there. I'm just saying it might be good for you. <laughs> it's got it's got stuff in it. It's got creatine in it. Creatine. creatine. It's good for your brain. Yeah, creatine. That is good stuff. <laughs> yeah, see, bang it. 
I don't have a, I don't have a deal with this company. I'm just telling you, this you, you might try it. That that's the good good, hey, right? Hey, you got one. Hey, they're gonna call happened. you now, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. This just in: Jimmy Houston for Bang Energy Drink. That's funny. My brother just bought a seventy-two Lincoln Continental. The only guy, the only guy that drinks right there, he drinks at night. You know, yeah. I don't want to slow down. I, I I don't want you to slow down either. In, in fact, I think what we're gonna do is just get to know Jimmy Houston even more right now. Okay, I mean, we've we've had John the fo- the the show before. We've talked about spinner baits and we've talked about all kinds of other stuff. But let's really get to know Jimmy Houston. Let's let's go. Let's go out. Let's let's go out to the Mojave Desert together. What do you say, Jimmy? You want to go on a, on a little expedition with us? You ready? Well, the Mojave Desert. Yes, sir. We're going. No, no, I don't want to go to the desert. Well, where where do you want to go? go? Let's go to Florida, or South Texas, or Mexico. But okay, New Mexico. Mexico. You know, they uh, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a statewide firing range down there now. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I just came back from Mexico. We don't want to go to the Mojave Desert, though. We don't want to go there. All right, well, let's go to New Mexico and hang out in a cave, all right? Andy, can you take us to New Mexico and put us that in a cave? That sounds good. That sounds good. Okay. New Mexico and hang out in a cave. We're in New, New Mexico. We're in New Mexico in a cave. All right, we're going to get to know Jimmy Houston in this cave in New Mexico. Are you ready? Don't be scared, Jimmy. Don't be scared. Ready. Jimmy, uh... <laughs> We're just gonna talk, you know, just life, life here. Uh, yeah, Jimmy, yeah, I, I, you can, you can, you can tell I'm really nervous. Yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. You don't give me. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Jimmy, all right, so it's 1968. It's Jimmy Houston at the at the dawn of his bass fishing career. Confidence booming. Confidence booming. 1976 BASS Angler of the Year. More confidence booming for Jimmy Houston. Jimmy, uh, I, now let me ask you: What year did you did you get married to Chris? What year was that? I I, I think it was I, I think it was like I should know this answer. <laughs> it was Jack Haynes. <laughs> Jack. Haynes. I, I should I should know this answer. I I I think it was uh, uh, 1912. 19- no, no, that was a war. I'm sorry. <laughs> <What's> that? <laughs> Jeopardy? I'm going to say uh, 1963. 63. Okay. Survey says. Yep, that's right. That's right. It's like 56 years ago. 56 years. If if we can make it till December, I'm thinking about writing a country song entitled that. If we can make it till December. um, If we can make it till December, it'd be 56 years. So I guess, would that be 1963? 1963. <laughs> Give me a Jimmy Houston pickup line. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really have a pickup line. I, you know, when you're naturally cool, the girls use their lines on you. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. It's right a curse. there. It's a, it's a curse. What can I 
<laughs> the, the pickup line has no, no words. I have no pickup line. What, what is your best pickup? What is your best pickup line? Uh, I don't, I don't really have a pickup line. It's just I usually just say hi. My name is Pat, and it gets me nowhere. Oh, that's pretty good. I, I, I told a few people that myself. <laughs> hi, my name is Pat. <laughs> uh, you're the best, dude. Come on, don't there's say no that doubt. around here. Hey, there's no doubt. Hey, hey, if you're, hey. Hey, it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me either. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, sit down. You're gonna fall out of the cave. Sit down. You're gonna fall out of the cave. All right, Jimmy. <laughs> the, <laughs> so, do you do you ever get like secretly mad at Edwin Ebers that he's trying to weasel in on your pecan deal? You ever get mad at that guy? You know, no. Uh, I tell you what, uh, Ed was a good friend of mine, and and uh, his pecans are okay. Uh, for grade two pecans, they're not bad. And uh, but but you know our pecans is the real deal. We we we're we're shaking the trees right now. We're shaking the thought out of those trees right now. You're always and shaking we've got them a good trees. Pecan year. Last year was terrible. We lost money on pecans. And this year we're hoping to make a little bit of that money back. But uh, but yeah, we're we're harvesting thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds of pecans right now. But your pecans are it's good. Way better it's good. than than it's good Edwards. year for pecans. Way way better. Hey, speaking of uh, pecans which I know are one of your favorite foods. Besides pecans, what's yeah. a, what's a they're, food? They're, they're, they're healthy. They're a healthy. They're healthy. Nut. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yep. They're not just for breakfast anymore either, Jimmy. Yeah. You know that. You know that. Yeah. So besides a no, pe- no, 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 no. They're, they're not necessarily all that healthy when you put them in a pecan pie. <laughs> but if you put them like on a salad, they're really, really healthy. <laughs> so, Jimmy, what's a food that you just eat too much of? Like, what's something that you just... No matter what, you're just gonna keep eating it. What is it? What's your your favorite food? Potatoes. Wow. Potatoes any way you wanna fix them. I love potatoes. I should have been from Idaho. You get them wholesale out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Interesting. Yeah. And, and, uh, and the size of the size of the potatoes out there. Have you seen that truck on TV? That advertisement at Idaho potato. It's like. Takes up a whole semi, one potato. This was one day. You know? potato. And uh, no, I, I potatoes. I like potatoes any way you can fix them. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. I love potatoes. I, I have potatoes with uh, roast beef this evening. As a matter of fact, Chris cooked a big old roast crock pot today. That's that's what we had. That's what we had this evening. I, like I loved it. it. Big like roast it. and gravy and and uh, you know some peas, some peas and and oh. And I ate, I don't know, three or four potatoes. And, Jimmy's uh, a starchman. Put a little butter on there, a little gravy, butter and gravy bowl. Uh, I don't know. Somebody asked me one time, the which is better on potatoes, butter or gravy? And I said, yes. <laughs> <Both."> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, you know, you know, while we're sitting here in the cave, we're just we're being open with each other. And I, I know this is going to happen, Jimmy. I know that they're going to make a movie about your life. They're going to do it. And, and. And who are you? Yeah, who are you gonna pick to play Jimmy Houston? Who is gonna play the part of Jimmy? Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. (laughs) (laughs) Clint Eastwood. Is that not a good pick? (laughs) Hey, I don't. I don't know any. I don't know younger actors that could be a younger Jimmy. You know. Uh, uh, Well, I know. I know. I know a few younger fishermen that uh, you know really kind of model a lot of what they do, and some of them look like me. But uh, but. Uh, yeah, Clint Eastwood. I, Clint's kind of my, my, my hero, you know? I mean, he carried a big monkey around with him in movies, and he always beat people up. And, 
He's yes. 80-some-odd years old, 80-some-odd years old, and he's running drugs now. I saw uh, that. Pick up. <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing quite well for himself. Think about that. He's doing quite well for himself, man. I think uh, Rick Flair could know, cover Clint, the end of the movie. Also, here's the other thing about Clint. You know, Clint is 82 years old, or 83 years old, and, and the only thing about Clint is he, he looks 83 years old. He really does. But, <laughs> but, but he's a tough guy. He's, uh, he's, he's making movies at 83 years old. And, and my buddy Toby Keith asked him, he said, how do you work as hard as you have to work to make a movie? And uh, and he said, uh, don't let the old man in. And Toby actually ended up writing a song and uh, titled Don't Let the Old Man In. And so that's my advice to everybody as you get older is don't let the old man in. And, and uh, you know, the old man tries to get in. Uh, he tries to get into everybody. As you get older, people telling you you're older. They're telling you, well, you can't do this because you're older. Uh, and you get to thinking yourself, so don't let the old man in. That's just that's my little advice for today and i got that from clint eastwood and i thought i like that i, I, like, that. I, I like it that's, yeah. a, that's amazing and and speaking of showing sure. showing it's no different. no fear you show no fear jimmy you, you really don't and but i i do know there has to be a time in your life where maybe you were you were scared when you were out fishing well, tell me about a time you might have been scared when you were out fishing well i'm actually I've had several times where I've come close to getting killed on the water. So I've had oh, no. a really quite a few close calls. Uh, yeah, you know, I, we stuck a boat on Lake Beaver uh, back in a tournament back in 1974. I was with Clinton Wells, and I would have won the tournament. Tommy, it was a BASS tournament. Uh, Tommy Martin ended up winning that tournament. I would have won the tournament had we got our fish in that first day. But they had to carry Glenn to the hospital. He got hypothermia. Uh, oh, I was not scared. I was concerned about trying to get my fish in. Uh, I, uh, when I was 16 years old, I sucked a boat on Lake Tinkiller and, and, and honestly, you know, thought we were going to die. Uh, the boat was uh, running a trot line. I paid my way through college selling catfish. And so, uh, my buddy and I was, uh, running the trot line and we'd left the drain plug out of my boat. I had an aluminum Texas made boat with a 35 horsepower motor on it. And, uh, we skied with that boat, but I fished out of it. I did run trot lines. I was 16 years old and, and uh, and I uh, left the drain plug out, and I put the boat in the water, and, and it uh, filled up with water, and it fortunately did not sink. It turned over, but it had enough water up, uh, air up in the front part of it. It was a ski-type boat, even though it was aluminum. That it, The nose of the boat floated. It was in February, and so the water was really, really cold, and uh, and we thought we were going to die. I, you know, we held onto that boat. He kept trying to want to swim to shore, and had he tried, he would have drowned without a doubt. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, uh, we're, we're not going to make it. But, but fortunately, we were, of course, hollering and asking for help. And, and somebody was up on the bank about a mile away. It was at, at night, 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And they heard us out there, and, and, and they came out there and rescued us. We wow. should have died by hypothermia, according to all the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the hypothermia tables. But, but, but I got to tell you, you know, even at 16 years old, I wasn't afraid of dying. And I did. I was not scared. I just took it as inevitable that we were going to end up dying because of that cold water, and no one was going to rescue us. There was no way to get in, and but we did. We couldn't walk. We couldn't. When they got us in the boat, we couldn't walk. They had to carry us up to the house, and and uh, and. But it, it was kind of amazing. Even with that near close call, uh, we got in there, and I remember the guy bringing me a water glass, uh, and he poured it full of whiskey, and I I don't drink. <laughs> 
But uh, but I took it and drank it down like a glass of water. And he told me to keep me from getting a cold. <laughs> My buddy <laughs> wouldn't drink it. He was 16 years old. He said, I can't drink that. And if I never noticed it. I, I guess I was my body was so bad or whatever. That I never noticed it. It didn't I didn't didn't taste good or bad or indifferent. It didn't burn. It didn't do anything. And but I didn't get a cold. So I guess what he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> that was like a, it, some uh, people say liquor I is a drunk, coat. I drunk for three days. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, um, no, no, I wasn't. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that in for laughter. <laughs> we've had quite a few close calls. You know, I've uh, I've turned boats over. Uh, you know, on, I've, I've, I've turned a, a, a tunnel boat, a big tunnel boat, over one time at about seventy-five miles an hour. Uh, I've sucked boats four or five or six times. Uh, we've had lots of situations in tournaments. I've been duck hunting and had to. Uh, I've been duck hunting and had had to. Steering all freeze up on the boat and couldn't get in uh, one night on the Arkansas River and and we finally was able to spray WD-40 on the, the the back on the back of the motor where it could steer just a little bit and about 11 wow. or 12 o'clock at night I was finally on my way back to the dock and I met a boat I met a boat coming and it was my wife and she had come down and put the boat in the water and come looking for us so she was gonna she was gonna save us and and we would have needed saving because we would have froze to death that night but. Uh, and, I, and I got off her. I said, what do you want to have to run around in the middle of the night? You can get killed. And she said, well, I'm looking for you. What do you think I'm doing? Exactly. And, uh, but, uh, I mean, I knew what she was doing when, when she did it. But uh, but, but, but anyway, uh, uh, it was uh, – I've had quite a few close calls. But I figure if a cat's got 13 lives, I may have 39. You got you got, you got quite a know. few more. Quite <laughs> a few more. You've been around bass in history. That That's for sure. And, and I kind of want to – uh, well, I got you in the cave here. I, I got. I just got to ask you, man. I mean, if you could change one piece of bass fishing history, what piece of bass fishing history would you change, Jimmy Houston? Guy, I don't know. You know, uh, my biggest goal uh, once I started fishing all of the BAFS tournaments in '75 was win Angler of the Year, and I finished third that year. With uh, and I did not have a goal to win Angler of the Year, uh, and uh, and I. Uh, I did win it in 76. I, I never had a desire to win it after that, that. I did win it again, but I, I didn't really. That was sort of almost by accident. Just have to end up, you know, getting more points than everybody throughout the year. But, uh, you know, and I've, uh, you know, been the, the oldest guy to ever qualify for an FLW championship. Uh, and uh, uh, so I don't know. It, it would, I guess it would be nice to, to have it in the Bassmaster history or the FLW history that, that I won the championship of the Bassmaster Classic. That never happened, but, but but you know those were never really goals. I mean, I I use those events, particularly the Bassmaster Classic. I use those events to kind of cement, uh, you know, cement my relationship with sponsors and with outdoor riders. When you have that many outdoor riders uh, gathered together, you know, those were guys that could could help you guys that had you know, and and radio shows, television shows, <laughs> the people that could, could help me throughout my career and 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 so that's why you know one of the reasons we've always had such a terrific uh, relationship and friendship with, with people like you is because uh, uh you know we're always available to, to to you know to try to help y'all in what you're doing to make a living because it, it certainly it certainly helps us in what we're, we're doing sure. to make a living and and uh and one thing i love about this industry period the bass fishing industry the fishing industry is uh, is the positiveness of it. I mean, uh, you know, we don't have any, you know, too much negative stuff. We don't have individuals that's getting thrown in prison or are getting arrested for drug charges and all kinds of things like they do in a lot of other sports. And so 
and and it's a positive type business, you know. If he's gonna if he's gonna go on your radio show and try to do a bunch of negative stuff, you'd have a hard time finding somebody that to talk to. Either, exactly. Because, yep. uh, yeah, that's just what this industry is. And uh, I, I would like to uh, have seen the, the the you know the situation get up uh, better where more guys can make a good living in this business, and it's getting better all the time. But it is still pretty low in the in the you know in the food chain as far as athletes and sports and, and how much money they make. Although there are quite a few guys in this uh, business now making six figure incomes, a sure. handful making seven there, figure there incomes. Sure is. But it's... Uh, but you look at an NBA basketball team. If he's sitting down there with a pair of ugly shorts on and a funny looking uniform. He's making a seven-figure income. That's what it's about. <laughs> that's what it comes yeah. down to. Hey, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it comes yeah, that's down. right, yeah. Jimmy... Those guys that show up in shorts at, at a basketball game, they're making a big buck. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's them. <laughs> With the, you know that's a dead giveaway. Hey, uh, we talk about a thing on this show uh, that is kind of a a revival of, of old-time days of bassing, and, and it's the days of the proper bassing man. You know what I'm talking about, the proper bassing man. Yeah, you know what I mean. What? Give us a definition, Jimmy Houston's definition of the proper bassin man. What's a proper bassin man to you, Jimmy? Well, in you know, in the early days, in the early days, everybody started wearing jumpsuits. Jumpsuits. Uh, Ray Scott, uh, he popularized jumpsuits. All the fishermen were wearing jumpsuits, and they started throwing patches on. And uh, that was the uh, that's what it looked like, but. Uh, Nowadays, I'd say uh, on a you know a, a 21st century bass man has uh, got to have two power poles on his boat. That's the deal, right there. You can tell That's the correct. Between a real bass man and a make believe bass man by how many power poles they have on their boat. If I only got one, uh, they're they're not they're not the real dude. They're not the real dude. Uh, and uh, and the, the other thing that started started back in in the old days was uh, you really weren't really a, a you know, a bass fisherman. If you didn't have your name written on your boat, and uh, and I can remember the first boat that I did that with, and I was so proud. I had that Jimmy Houston on the side of the boat, and I decided to float the Illinois River uh, here in Oklahoma because we were catching a lot of big smallmouth bass in some of these sloughs. But it was hard to get to those sloughs. We were doing it by land, but we'd have to get permission to drive through farmers' fields and we get down to the river, and you could only fish one slough. And you might have to drive 20 miles to be able to fish another sloop. So I got this wild idea that they floated that river all the time in canoes was that I'd put a bass boat in that river and float about 25 miles of river. And every slough that I came to, I could pull up in there and catch these big bass, big smallmouth, big big largemouth, really. Wow. More big largemouth than anything. But uh, but so, so, so I decided to do that. And so... I did that, and it worked pretty good for the first couple of sloughs. But then I came around to Bend. The river was flowing pretty good, and there was a big log in the middle of the river. And uh, and I, I was on a trolling motor, and I couldn't quite navigate around that log. And I caught that bass boat on that log, and it did exactly what a canoe does when you do that. It sucked it under like it was nothing. Oh, no. And, uh, and that's why you don't float rivers with bass boats. And so my boat is pinned uh, sideways, uh, you know, uh, uh, down under the water and about a foot below the water, I was looking down. I jumped out on the log to, you know, to keep from getting washed away, and my buddy did also. And I looked, and all my tackle boxes and stuff was floating down the river, oh. leaving forever. <laughs> and and uh, I looked down there, and I, I can still see it today. That Jimmy Houston on the side of that boat 
about a foot down in the water, and I thought, yeah, you're a real pro, dude. <laughs> That's a proper bassin' man's boat right there. It's got to be in cursive, too. Yeah, we, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, we're a proper bass boat. And, you know, we had to get a tractor to move. You couldn't move the boat because of water pressure. Uh, that river was flowing pretty good. You couldn't move the boat without tearing the boat up. We had to get a tractor and got down there close enough and hooked a big rope to it and moved the log, and that's what allowed the boat to be wow. and we got our boat back. But that was just one of many, many times when I sunk bass boats. I've done it quite a bit. Fortunately, though, you know, we, we drive a bass boat now, a ranger, that uh, damn won't sink. So that's that's good. If you're going to fish a lot of years like I have, you're going to have that happen. Water. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it, man. I have a confession to make. Yeah. Yeah, what's that, Ryan? I only have one power pole. You only have one? <laughs> He's only got one power pole, and we're sponsored by power pole. What's going on there? Well, yeah, you got to have two. You better go. You better. You better. You better go down to Bass Pro Shop and get you another one. That's what's yeah. <laughs> Hey, Jimmy. Uh, Winter I, project. Bye, 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 bye. By the way, I don't think I'd have told that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't That's think I right. sold that one powerful. But I, I, I buy your honesty. I buy your honesty. You've got Christmas coming up. Put that on your list, man. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's on there five times. <laughs> hey, you've uh, you've caught a lot of uh, a lot of dumb bass over the over the years, Jimmy. Tell me the story of the dumbest bass you've ever experienced. Oh golly, I, I don't know. You know, I said for years that's what I'm fishing for. I'm not fishing for the ones that's difficult to catch. I'm looking for the ones that's easy to catch. And uh, and what what I'm doing is, uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to cover a lot of water, and I'm looking for a bass that's ready to bite. And uh, when I get my lure anywhere close to him, he's ready to bite. And that's the fish that I'm looking for. But you know, without a doubt, smallmouth bass uh, fall into that category, especially if they're spawning, of uh, being not very very intelligent. And uh, <laughs> we actually have many times, uh, yeah. We've actually many times caught, caught a smallmouth bass, uh, you know, a couple of times on the show, just to show that you could do it, uh, you know, catch them, turn them loose, and catch them again right, right off the bed. But I was fishing Lake Champlain one time, years ago, before we ever had any bass tournaments on Lake Champlain with my buddy Terry Backsay up there. And, and not hardly anybody in our part of the country had even heard of Lake Champlain hardly or how good it was. But uh, And it was uh, the first time I was up there, and we had stopped in this little bay to look and see if we'd find some on the bed. We found a four-pound smallmouth, and I caught that fish, and I talked about how easy it was to catch a smallmouth off the bed that you could catch it again. So I turned it loose and swam back to the bed. I caught it again, and uh, I said, you know, we caught this bass just back-to-back twice, a four-pound smallmouth. And I turned it loose. I said, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we couldn't catch it again. And, uh, and I, I pulled around there and pulled around, and I caught that fish again, and uh, and and so that was anyway, three times. I caught that fish three times, and we left and went and fished all day long. And we came back by there that evening, and uh, and so I, I said, you know, I'm gonna stop in there and see if I can catch that fish again. I caught it three times that morning, and I stopped in and caught that same four pound smallmouth twice more. So I had why a not? Twenty pound limit on one fish. That's why one not. Fish. <laughs> 20, 20 pound limit on one fish. You know, hey, if you're like Major League Fishing, that would yep. count five times. That's right. There you go. Boom, 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 boom. You catch that same fish five times is 20 pounds. Yeah, hey, hey, that's that's crazy, isn't it? No. So <laughs> that fish uh, would not go in the, Al- in, in the Albert Einstein Hall of Fame. That fish would not. Hey, no. No Jimmy, when we <laughs> introduced you, at the beginning of the show, we basically gave you a Superman introduction. That you came to this earth 
as the proper bassin man, the Superman of bass fishing. My question to you now is, you have to have a weakness, Jimmy. What's your kryptonite? What's your weakness, Jimmy? Oh, I, I, I've got, I've got, I've got all kinds of weaknesses, and I'd say, I'd say, I don't know, you know, but I, I've got, I've got lots of weaknesses. There's a lot of things that I can't do nearly as well. I've already told you I couldn't sing, and, and I'd really <laughs> like to be able to sing. I'd really like that. I could, if I could really sing like some of my buddies can. Uh, yeah, I don't care if I can make a living singing. I just like to be able to sound good at church or something, you know. Yeah, right. But uh, and I, I can't. We had a, we had a big singing. We had a big singing at church the other night, and uh, and and they were talking about in a deacon's meeting. We were talking about all the girls that was going to sing that night, and and I said uh, I, I said, do we not have any guys singing tonight? And they said, no, no, no. It's just, we didn't have any guys volunteer. And I said, well, I'll sing, and uh, and all the deacons. Uh, they looked at me and I, I said, "I know the words to this song and this song and this song," and I didn't get to sing. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, 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 I don't know, you know, I, there's a lot of things I can't do well. Yeah, there's a lot of things I can't do well. <laughs> and uh, but singing's one of them. But and there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things in fishing that I don't do nearly as well as a lot of other people. You know, as example, like fish a buzzbait. I don't fish a buzzbait very well. Okay. And uh, my biggest problem with a buzzbait is when they're fighting it, I, I still in my tackle box. It's not tied on the end of our rod. <laughs> and, uh, you know, by the time I find out they're biting <laughs> and they're, they won't catch many if you don't tie them on the end of your rod. You so got to have one tied down to chunk yeah. and wind. Uh, but, yeah. uh, but I, you know, my, yeah, by the time I find out they're biting a the buzzbait, the tournament's over, you know? And, uh, <laughs> But, uh, but, you know, one of the things I really believe about fishing is that you need to fish whatever you have fun with. You know, that's the deal. And, sure. And that's why sometimes we don't get quite as good at some of the lures that we really should is because we don't have as much fun with them. We're fishing the base that we have fun with, and we're not trying a lot of the other ones sometimes. And a buzz base is a fun base to fish. There's no doubt about it. No doubt. But, uh, right. but I, just, I, I just don't throw it like I should. Because, and, uh, because but, you have spin tuition, right? You, you, have, uh, you have bass fishing and, and, spin tuition. Yeah, and you know, if 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 I if I if I had if you know if I was to sh- why would I share all my weaknesses with you anyway? <laughs> why, why would I do that? You're, you're exactly that right. I, I, well, I, I was trying. You know, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like giving it's like giving the opposing team the game plan, man. <laughs> yep. Exactly well, I I would like a game plan from from you, Jimmy Houston. I would like it if you could maybe give. Us here at Straycast, a little bit of Jimmy Houston advice. Do you, do you have some advice for us for the show? Well, you know the way to become a good bass fisherman, without a doubt. And you know, you know, I mean, very few people become tournament fishermen. Very few people become national tournament fishermen. And the grand spectrum of all the bass fishermen out there. But you know, the, the best I've got advice I've got about really becoming a good bass fisherman is go early stay late. wait 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 hold That's on hold on spend as much time as, as you- let me stop you jimmy i i asked and all due respect i i asked you to give us some advice with the stray cast show we want to hear some advice from you about advice to us in entertainment in the sh- about the show you know what should we do oh, yeah what oh. should we do give us advice hey. Hey, I think you got by the cat by the tail. Once you get those hip roids cleared, uh, cleared up, you're gonna be good. I mean, that's, <laughs> you, you got it. You got it right there. I mean, you know that's one small problem. Well, maybe a large problem. I don't know, but that's one. 
That's yeah. Once you have that, that take care of you, you're gonna be you're gonna be fine, man. You're doing good. I love it. So we I love, I preparation love, I love H. Talking to you guys. <laughs> so just get rid of the hemorrhoids and we'll achieve greater success. That's your advice to me. And I, I just think about it. Yeah, just think about it. Just think about it. You may have a new sponsor there too. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Preparation. Uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna close the show on hemorrhoids for the first time ever here in the five years of the history of Stray Cast. Jimmy <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna ask you this. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans, to the bass fishing galaxy before we get out of here, Jimmy? What do you want to say to the world of bass fishing? Well, you know, I, I tell you, it's a good game we play out there. Have fun in it every day. And uh, I'd just like to invite everybody out there that, that's watching and listening. Uh, to jump on our, our Jimmy Stafford YouTube channel. We have a lot of fun on there. We're working really, really hard at it. And uh, you'll see a lot of stuff on there that you'll never see on Jimmy Houston Outdoors television. And uh, you'll, you'll learn to be a better bass fisherman. That's, that's one of the great things about it. You'll, you'll there'll be, you know, uh, my buddy Barry Switzer says, it's easy if you know how. And, uh, and it doesn't matter what that is. Brain surgery is easy if you know how. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, if, uh, if you, and I, you or I were to operate on somebody's brain, uh, somebody's fixing to die. Yeah. But if it's a brain surgeon, <laughs> that, uh, it, it, yeah, it, they, they know what they're doing. It's easy. And they go in there and make people well every day. And, uh, and, and so that, that's the main, you know, that's the deal is the more you learn about the game, the better you're going to be, the better you're going to be. That's all there is to it. And, and the other thing is, you know, we, we are raising up generations of people that are on edge that are tight about everything. This is a fun game we're playing. Have fun out there every single day. Don't take it quite so seriously. Try to learn and become better, but have fun at it. Have a good, good time and Every day will be a great day out there. Yes, the other thing I just want to pass along, it's just a little word of wisdom. Yes, sir. A little word of wisdom out there to you. That I want to tell you, having a great day is not a feeling. It's not dependent upon what happens out there. Having a great day is a decision. So if you make a decision to have a great day, the circumstances that you have won't really, won't really matter. Whether you catch fish or you don't catch fish, whether you get fired or you get to keep your job, you make a decision to have a great day. It's a decision, awesome. not a feeling. It's not governed by circumstances. Absolutely awesome. Yeah, we'll let you in with that. The Jimmy, <laughs> hey, man. It's easy if you know how. That's right, I man. I love that. Jimmy, thank you so much, not only for the support that you have, have shown this show throughout the years, back from the Bass Buzz radio days up until Straycast now, but I want to thank right. you for being such an important part of my childhood. I, I really do. You were very inspirational to me, uh, to an entire generation of fishermen, and this generation of fishermen and the future generation of fishermen. Thank you for being Jimmy Houston. I don't know what else to say. Thank you so much. I second Jimmy. that, man. Thank you so much, Jimmy yeah, Houston. I, I Grew up watching that. you, man. So much respect for you, if man. I, if I can make you think, if I, I can make you think of your granddad every now and then, that's a good thing right there. <laughs> Dude, I love it so much. Thank you. That's amazing, right there, Jimmy. Um, we'll uh, we'll see you soon, man. And, and best of luck to you. And enjoy the uh, and enjoy this uh, downtime, if that is such a thing. I appreciate it. Y'all uh, y'all tell all your buddies, get on there and buy some Jimmy Houston pecans. We need to be able to buy some groceries. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll get a mass order going for Jimmy Houston. One more time. Yeah. That's the legend, hey, Jimmy thank Houston. You. Woo! Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Jimmy. Take care, guys. I love you. You too. It's Jimmy Houston. Wow. 
Awesome. Wow. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Hold on a stinking minute right there. Yeah. Was that just not amazing? I don't even know what just happened, honestly. That was awesome. Yeah, it, it's um when uh when you get that like you you know how you feel like that Christmas morning any kind of thing on Christmas morning and you go in you're a kid and you open up the presents, man, and yeah. and you like you really don't know what you got until later that day because it's just all excitement. You don't know what the hell's going on. And I don't even know what the hell just happened. I want to tell you that. <laughs> but it was so much fun. He's awesome. He, 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 is, so a, he is absolutely amazing. He absolutely. is. He really, you know how he said he didn't feel old? He, he is the exact same guy. He is. That I was watching on TV Thank in 1992. You. Thank you. That's, he's the Benjamin Button. Is that a thing? He doesn't age. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even he know. He doesn't age. I don't even know, man. He's hey, um, got a Peter Pan complex also. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can relate, actually. I can actually relate to that. Oh, but, yeah. We uh, all do, I think. Hey, um, so, wow. That, uh, so much fun. Next week, um, Denny Brower yeah. comes to uh, to Legends. Just too much. That's right. Denny Brower next week. So that's going to be an amazing time. But um, I just invented a contest right now. I know we got a contest going on with the, uh, with the Bite Me Tackle. I'm out. You, you did. You, you can't win. I'm <laughs> out. <laughs> right, well, You'll be out before we get the check. The, well, I, I don't know. You might want to be in on this. <laughs> okay. This this is a good one because I'm gonna give you. Um, I'm gonna personally give you a uh, something cool. I'll just put it that way. I'll give you a stray cast fun pouch. How's that? All right. We're gonna call it the uh, the stray cast mega hella fun pouch. All right. This is our contest? This is just the contest I invented right Ooh, now. I can get a fun pouch. But just right now. You guys can get, get in on it too. You can guys get, get an upper shoulder you can go massage. Pick, can if, I trade it? If you guys us? win, you guys can go in my fishing room and pick out something cool. Okay. All right. Deal. So, I already know what I'm getting. All right. All, All right. of your rods. No, not something. <laughs> something cool. It's a thing. All right. So here's what I would like you to do. And I'm going to go through this. And I, I kind of just figured out we just realized we have this thing. And on the iTunes. There's reviews, right? We knew there's reviews and ratings, and I actually, I actually went through and, and read some of these reviews, and they're amazing. It's great. There's funny reviews. There's horrible reviews. There's How many bad ones are there? I, I want to read the bad ones. The, the bad ones are the best. Oh, yeah, is there the, any about the, me? The, the bad ones are the best. But here's what I would like. <laughs> I would. Here's here's what, That's I, what I want. Just read it, right? Here, okay. here, here was what I would like you to do, viewers of Straycast. If you don't already subscribe to our iTunes, okay, and then go and leave a ridiculous. Review. I would like a ridiculous review. It doesn't matter how ridiculous it is. Yes, please go on there and leave bad reviews about me. No, hold on a or, second. Or hold, somebody. Just, this is the contest, I Joe. Hold on, Joe. This is the contest. Give me the contest. All right, Joe. Hold on. Here it is. So all you got to do is leave a review, a ridiculous review. But in that ridiculous review, I would like you to tell us what you like about the show or what you don't like about the show. But keep it clean, all right? Keep it clean about Ryan's beard. That's, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But do it. Keep it cleaner tonight. I'm going to pick a winner. Let's go. I don't know. We'll go out all through all of them uh, at, the, at the end of the month, at the end of the Legends month. Uh, and remind me, guys, to keep reminding about this contest that I just made up right now. That's a true contest. It's not a. It's not an untrue contest. It's a real contest. It's the iTunes contest that we have. And all you got to do is leave a ridiculous review. Subscribe to our iTunes. Tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. And I'm going to personally go through the reviews, and I'm going to pick a winner. Whoever has the most ridiculous review, and I'm going to give them a prize. Can, can, they awesome. leave, can they leave more than one review? Yeah, just make up different names. Okay, yes. Yeah. 
leave hundreds of reviews. Yeah, I don't hundreds. care. Hundreds of thousands. I, I don't care. Of reviews. Yeah, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm gonna pick a winner of the review thing. Review away. Yes. Yeah. You know what rhymes with review away? Something French. Oh wait. First off, <laughs> I wanna. I I uh, I, I would be a miss. I would be a miss. If um, we did not uh, mention our good buddy Kent Brown, what the hell has he got? Kent What's Brown. Kent Brown doing, Ginge? He's got a big show coming up. It's like his really nine thousand three hundred sixty eighth show. Really big. What's he got? We want to give a huge congrats to him. Yes, sir. He's on show seven hundred thirty eight consecutive. That's insane. Shows. That is insane. That's Catch shows. it on Saturday. That's that's. It's an amazing show. That's that's insane. That's Kent Brown. Seven hundred thirty eight in a row. Yeah, I mean, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Kent Brown. Well, gee. He, uh, he called us noobs. Yeah. We are. I think we've done like three in a row before, right? Yeah, I did three shows. Like I had a Forcewood Cup once I broadcast all day. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I did. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> that's I did. cool. Yeah. No, but Kent Brown, sincerely, you um, are an inspiration to us also, man. Yeah, thanks congrats, for, uh, man. Thanks for, uh, for blazing a trail, and, uh, and uh, thanks for some living room. You know what I mean, Mr. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but uh, anyway, let's give away... Some prizes. You want to do that, Dickie Mo? Oh, yeah. We're about to give away some prizes. Let's we give away some presents. We have one lucky winner tonight. Bite Me Tackle. To Bite win. Me Tackle. BiteMeTackle.com.net. 50 buckaroos of Bite Me Tackle. Yes. The winner for it is Jared Adams. So, Jared Adams, all you got to do Jared is... Adams. Jared Adams. Congrats, Jared Adams. Did he win before? Oh, this is fresh. No. Winner. Okay. I was going to take the prize away from Jared. You're thinking of McNutt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McLovin? Adam McNutt? Same that guy? You're not the winner, Adam McNutt. Eddie McNutt. Eddie Mc Ryan, get Jared what? Ryan, get your guitar. Ryan, get your guitar and get You feel like singing? Get your guitar and get comfortable. Oh, I got a guitar right over here. It's perfect. Get comfortable, Ryan. Let me get my jacket off. Jared Adams, you are the winner of the, of the Bite Me Tackle $50 grab bag fun pouch that... Uh, Send the, uh, you got a private message, the StrayCast guys, and yep, boom, yep. boom, StrayCast uh, Facebook paging. How you feeling, Ryan? You feeling loose? <sighs> you feeling loose? Hang on, this is a bad chair for playing a guitar in. You, you know, uh, maybe we should, uh, let's get Chicago bluesy. How you feeling? Ooh, yeah. I kind of feel it. I kind of feel it. I'm, I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this here a little bit. Let me see. Oh, I like that. Yeah. There we go. Are you ready? Rising with the morning song, got no work today. You might find me on the bayou, baby, over on the ocean, bay. You might be fishing on that mountain stream or the lake down in Tennessee. Well, but why don't you grab your fishing pole and you can come along with me? That's right. A good night. Power pole. I like to think 
T.H. Marine. I like to thank the line and Lou, I like to thank the BTS, I like to thank the wall you I like to thank the fight me tackle, I like to thank me do Bravani. And thank you, Alpha and Glove, for making this show possible. And thank you to all you people for tuning in. Good night. Peace, Bass Galaxy. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!